Hello everybody, welcome back to Manifestation Lab. I am Tarkhan, your host, your speaker of words, your giver of advice, uh, hopefully your friend. Um, I'm here with something very special today. Uh, I'm doing this audio only because I found that uh, uh, actually this works much better if I do it with an audio. I tried recording my beautiful face, but uh, it was turned into a very long video and I was having some technical difficulties with it. So I decided to do this in a different format. Uh, and I hope that uh, I hope that you guys don't mind. Um, I have here... Um, something new, something special. We have a, a viewer email here, and I actually think this is a pretty good one. Um, so I've decided to do a little video about it, or rather an audio recording about it. Um, before I start, actually, I want to just apologize. If you, if you hear any buzzing or any kind of uh, background noise, I'm still trying to... Uh, I'm still fudging with this stuff. Uh, it's a Sunday here. Uh, I live right near a very busy, popular park. There's a lot of people around. It's a beautiful day. You're going to hear, you know, children and dogs and motorcycles and all kinds of stuff probably in the background. And uh, right now through my headphones, I'm actually hearing this buzzing noise, which I can't seem to get rid of. I think it's my laptop, actually. Um, I'm going to try to minimize that as much as I can in the editing process. Uh, but if you still hear it and it bothers you, then I do apologize. Uh, the idea is that sometime in the future, hopefully, I will have a much better space to do this in, um, a studio for that, for that matter. And I've actually already found uh, a place here in Portland. That's where I live, Portland, Oregon, um, here in the beautiful Pacific Northwest. <clears throat> I have actually found a, um, a service, a, a space as well, that I can rent for very cheap, where I can actually record, um, I think, without minimal... Uh, interruptions or ambient noise, or with minimal interruptions and ambient noise, rather. Uh, so we'll see how that works. I'm going to um, get a hold of them soon enough um, and see uh, when I do these more audio portions of the channel, uh, rather than doing videos, which I'll just do in my in my home, because uh, that's just much easier and they'll be shorter. This is probably going to be a little bit of a longer one since I'm going to be picking apart this uh, this email here for you guys. Um, so having said all that, uh, I want to uh, talk a little bit about this because this this comes from a young woman, and of course I'm not going to mention her name. Uh, she's 28 years old, I can tell you that part, I believe, and uh, she wants to uh, manifest her boyfriend back, her uh, boyfriend that she was with for several years. And uh, she's having a rough time with it, uh, as you'll see in her letter. Um, I'm not reading the entire thing. I have truncated it. It's quite long. And uh, for those of you writing in the future, I do um, try, try to keep it to at least 500, well, at most 500 words if you can. Um, I realize that, you know, it, it's tempting to want to get into all the details and all the things that have happened uh, since your dog died when you were three. Um, <laughs> not all of that information is going to be pertinent. Um, you know, having said that, if it is going to be longer, then I'm going to definitely truncate it. Um, and there are some parts in this email that are quite personal and a little bit um, jarring. And it's I'm, I'm omitting those because um, 
well, they kind of don't really pertain to the overall gist of what we're doing here, which is to help her focus her energy into um, her desire here, uh, which she expresses is to get back with her boyfriend. All right. So um, I want to try to stay as focused on that as possible. But suffice it to say, um, it will be important to know that she is dealing with uh, quite a bit of uh, trauma from her childhood uh, stemming from abuse. Um, Another reason I'm not going to touch too much on that is because I'm not a psychologist. Uh, I'm not really uh, professionally trained to deal with that kind of thing. And uh, for you listening uh, uh, who wrote this letter and also anyone else out there who might be dealing with something like that, uh, any kind of trauma, depression, anxiety, so stemming from abuse and things like that, um, I do want to urge you to go and find some help. Um, and uh, There's help out there. So. Um, don't give up, okay? Um, anything, anything in this life can be overcome. It can be overcome. Anything can be overcome. Uh, there's no question in my mind about that. I have had plenty of situations in my life. I have known many, plenty of people still do who are dealing with with very heavy things. Um, we're all strong. We're all powerful, and that's what we're trying to do here. We're trying to get to a place through teaching each other speaking to each other, learning from each other. There goes one of those motorcycles. <laughs> uh, we're all trying to work together to get to a place and help each other and ourselves to a place where we become stronger, where we come into our personal power. Um, and I believe that's why we really approach these teachings and this topic of spirituality and uh, manifesting and uh, law of attraction. You know, we all come to it with something specific in mind. We want this. We want our boyfriend, girlfriend back. We want money. We want uh, health. We want to get rid of a certain problem. Um, it can be used for all of those things. But ultimately what we want is to be happy and to feel good and to learn what we are capable of. All right? And we are capable of so much, certainly so much more than what we've been led to believe. And not by people who had necessarily any ill intent in mind, but who don't know their own power either. So, <clears throat> despite what, what things may look like, we are changing the world for the better. Um, not just me, I'm trying to do my little, little tiny part uh, to, do, to help that along. But um, there are many more out there who do much more than I do. And you as well listening, uh, just by living this life and just by trying this stuff out and just by embracing these ideas and giving it a go, um, just by doing that and just by waking up and being yourself every day, um, you are also having a great impact uh, on this world, um, on this universe. And don't ever, don't ever doubt that, okay? So... With all of that being said and done, uh, let me get started on this email. Um, this is a long one, as you're going to see. So let's dive. I'm just going to dive right into it, and I will interrupt uh, the email frequently. And I will. I have points here. I have it all in front of me with notes in my notes. So I want to. Uh, I'm going to interject with uh, advice. So I'm kind of going to touch on things point by point a little bit which I think is a good format, and I've heard another uh, YouTuber do this uh, who has a channel unrelated to this. Uh, not completely unrelated. Uh, he gives more practical advice, uh, but I to speak more in terms of uh, manifestation and law of attraction. So, uh, so without much further ado, let's get into it now, shall we? 
So this uh, young woman writes, uh, hello, I saw your video on YouTube and wanted to send an email to see if you could help me manifest my boyfriend back. Well, thank you for your email and thank you for um, having some kind of belief in me that I could help you. I'm going to do my best to address your question, okay? I'm 28 years old, she writes, and I really want my boyfriend back in my life and to create a better than ever relationship. I've always been curious about the law of attraction, but I've had a hard time with beliefs and believing things can work out for me since I was young. I started dating my wonderful boyfriend when I was 21 years old. It was like a fairy tale from the start. I had the feeling of, I finally got it right this time. On our first date, so from the very first date, she means she had that feeling. I was smiling so much, my face would hurt. <laughs> I love that. I love that line. And also, uh, this is so excellent. I love that you're starting your email out on a very positive note, as a matter of fact. Um, the, you know, you're touching on the, on the fact that you're having some trouble with the law of attraction, uh, with your beliefs about this, and I totally get that. But look at this. You... Um, you were genuinely excited about the possibility of this new relationship, and therefore you manifested it. And you're acknowledging that right there in your second paragraph. Um, you know, and I want to—I I actually want to talk about this because this is very important. Um, everyone who's trying to do this, who's trying to manifest something like this back, especially a relationship with somebody specific, uh, or, or even an ex, someone you've already had a relationship with, understand this, and it's very important: you already manifested them. You already did it. You did it once. You can do it again. Now, if anything were to help to cement your beliefs, uh, uh, that would be it, right? I mean, I could stop right there. Uh, what do I need to do to get my boyfriend back? Do what you did before. <laughs> if, you're getting, if you're trying to get him back, that means you had him once, right? So just do that. Um, end of podcast. Bye, everyone. <laughs> no, I'm kidding. I'm going to keep going. Um, but this is very important because um, oftentimes we think about what we want now. Um, and one of the best ways to sort of help with the belief aspect of it, um, or if you have doubts about things, or you're feeling desperate and kind of frustrated, think about the fact uh, of what you've already manifested. Think about what you've already manifested. All right, uh, Sit down and make a list. And then prove to yourself, show to yourself by doing that, uh, what, you've been cap what you are capable of based on what you've already accomplished with this stuff. And maybe back then you didn't realize that's what you were doing. All right. Maybe you didn't realize that you were using the law of attraction to get this wonderful boyfriend in your life in the first place, um, and then you only discover this law of attraction thing once he was gone, right? Which is also something you manifested. Now again, you were doing all this by default, right? So we want to get you to a point of thinking now, just noticing day by day what it is that you are manifesting, and that that you are the one that is doing that all along, okay? So you manifested him before, and uh, now you're going to manifest him back. So that's a wonderful thing to acknowledge and a very powerful thing to acknowledge, all right? And <clears throat> on that note, I want to also uh, point you to the fact that if you were to sit down and really think back to what your state of mind was at that time, when you were on your first date, when you met him for the first time, right? Uh, but more specifically, if you were to think back to what your state of mind was just prior, just prior to him coming into your life, uh, to the two of you meeting, all right, and then going on your date, and, and then getting into the deeper into this relationship. Um, think about what your state of mind was then, 
And the reason I bring this up is because um, I know that for me personally, and for many, many people who have become uh, uh, much more deliberate uh, in their creation process, when they think back on this, on all the times when things were good, uh, when good things showed up, and seemingly out of the blue, um, meaning when deliberate creation was working for them very well, they were in the flow, they were feeling good all around. Um, that's how they were feeling just before the thing they wanted came into their life. All right? That's important because the way a lot of people think about this stuff is they think of it backwards. They think, well, gosh, I, I got this boyfriend and then I was so happy. No, you were happy before. And if you think back to it, you'll realize that you were. And the boyfriend coming in, or the lottery ticket, uh, the winning one, or the anything good that happened to you, the job you wanted uh, showing up, you know, uh, all of that came as a result of you already being in a good place. And what is being in a good place? Being in a good place is being happy with where you are while reaching for more. But being happy, being content, being satisfied, not pushing so much against life, against reality, not being so frustrated, not paddling so hard upstream, right? You kick back, you go float downstream, um, and, uh, and you become okay with yourself. Uh, you recognize that there are things you want which may not be here now, but you're okay with that because uh, you know they're coming. And what you have now is better than the alternative of not having those things. So you, you reach a place of being content already. And then suddenly, bam, something shows up. Somebody shows up, right? This is how it works. So I want to just from the very get-go pick that apart because that's a very important point right there. You know, you, you were already in a pretty stable, optimistic state. I would be willing to bet anything on that. All right, we don't become happy as a result of the good circumstances we receive. Yeah, it happens exactly the other way around. We become stable in ourselves first. We become happy and content first. And then the circumstances, events, and people we prefer enter into our lives. It works that way every time. And the opposite is also true, of course, when we are mainly in a place of being unhappy, needy, frustrated, etc. Pushing, pushing, pushing all the time. Nothing seems to be working out. We seem to be hitting walls and obstacles everywhere we turn, right? And that's when we tend to attract the things we don't prefer. It's pretty simple. You have to start to pay attention to your inner state and you have to start doing the work there. You have to do the work there first. And that's this there's really no other way around it, right? But the more you practice it, just like with everything, and I'm gonna keep repeating this, um, the more you practice it, the easier it will become. You'll become better at it. All right. <clears throat> so she continues. I felt so safe and happy with him. When I got the final trigger of the abuse, so in a nutshell, the, and again, I'm not going to dig too deeply into that, but in a nutshell, she uh, was her uh, trauma of her childhood abuse was triggered later in life. And um, it was right around the time that she was um, entering in a relationship with this uh, her boyfriend. Um, so she writes, when I got the final trigger of the abuse, I had to tell people, and I had to tell people, and it's like my world came crashing down on me, literally. My heart closed suddenly. I first told my best friend, then I told my boyfriend, and then my mom. My best friend and boyfriend were supportive of me, but my mom was what broke my heart. She stayed with my stepfather, who uh, apparently had perpetrated this abuse, didn't want me to tell my sister and said she couldn't get another divorce because she didn't want to, quote, get sick or 
get cancer. So I, I left that paragraph in because there's something I want to say about that. Um, it's easy uh, to become overwhelmed by other people's uh, path, by their vibration, by the level that they're on, and, and especially so when we're children. And because we are the most vulnerable at that point in our lives, and and we are sort of vibrationally subjected to those adults and influences um, in our lives and in our environment that we are most exposed to, right? And I want you to understand that your mother was and is on a path that corresponds to her own vibrational alignment that she has with herself. From what you've told me, she's, of course, I don't know her. I can only go on what you've told me, but from what you have told me here, um, she is obviously vibrating on a level of fear. Okay? Fear of experiencing something as traumatic as a divorce, fear of being alone, fear of getting cancer. All right? Many people are so wrapped up in their fear and their negative patterns that they rarely are able to see how it it affects those around them, especially those who are children. And like I said, therefore, in a much more vulnerable situation emotionally and vibrationally than someone with many more years of life experience. Um, yeah, as a child, you were subjected to this vibration from your mother. And through no, no fault of your own, and actually th really through no fault of hers either. And she was probably subjected to something similar when she was growing up. And uh, that person who raised her was subjected to something similar. And on and on it goes. You know, we, we get into these cycles, and they're unavoidable, but they're not, uh, 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 you know, they're not unchangeable, right? <clears throat> so... So uh, that's just something I wanted to say about that. You, now that you are coming into yourself, into your power, and you're a young adult of 28 years old, um, things will become easier because you have now uh, turned a page with this. All right, you want things to be better for yourself, and now that you've acknowledged that, um, you're going. Things are going to get better. All right, it's going to be a process for you. Um, you're going to have to get much stronger in yourself. That's the point I'm trying to make. And that's hopefully what, you know, you're going to learn through this process. Now, now, I may give you a few pieces of the puzzle. I don't want you to stop learning. I don't want you to stop approaching other teachers and other people and read more books and learn as much more as you can about this. And even speak to some professionals about it, if, you, if that will help, right? Um, everyone's going to have a little piece of the puzzle for you, but you're the one that's going to put it together. And it's actually going to be a great process for you as it is for all of us, uh, if we have patience with it, and if we learn to love it and have fun with it. Yeah. So, so you know, <clears throat> um, you have to make peace with your past. <laughs> uh, it's, it, it may not be easy for you to hear or to do, definitely not. And I'm not saying that it part is going to be easy, but it, it has to happen. It has to happen, okay? Um, even if you don't outright say the words, I forgive you. Uh, working on that feeling alone, even just working on that feeling of forgiveness is the biggest gift that you can give to yourself. This is not for their sake. This is not to help them, uh, the perpetrators or the people that you feel have wronged you in your life. Um, it's, not, it's not to help them. Um, please understand that this is for your benefit. Forgiveness is for you. It's for your benefit. You have to give yourself 
uh, and uh, forgive yourself and love yourself enough to be able to do this for yourself. All right. There's a great anonymous quote uh, that's always in my head, and I don't know really who said this. Uh, I, I think it might come out of Buddhism, actually. Um, but it goes something like, uh, holding on to your anger um, is like drinking poison and expecting the other person to die. Yeah, and I love that quote because um, I think it best sums up what holding on to negative emotions and experience can, can do to an individual. All right, You don't want to poison yourself with this anymore. So do whatever it takes. And if that means getting some professional help to deal with your trauma from your abuse, then by all means do that. Okay, Find any, any avenue that you can that will help you um, to come to a place of peace and healing with this and to forgive yourself. Now, I, I do know one thing. I do know one thing. Uh, victims of abuse often blame themselves. So there might be a lot of guilt involved. So you want to forgive yourself. You want to forgive them. You want to heal from this so you can move on. Right? <clears throat> so, and that's all I'm going to really say about that. That. But I wanted to get that in for you. Uh, because it is possible to heal. It's more than possible to heal. People do it all the time. And uh, you will become stronger through it, and you will become better at this manifesting thing. Uh, uh, thingamajig that we, we're talking about here. Okay? <clears throat> so, she continues. I had to live in the same house as both of them for three years. So this is your boyfriend and your mother, right? Until my boyfriend and I got a house and moved in together. While this was happening, my heart completely closed for my boyfriend. The only thing that makes sense to me was that it had to do with the abuse. I developed what I learned was relationship anxiety, relationship OCD, where I was continually, continuously questioning my relationship and didn't know if it was the right thing for me to do. So now we're kind of getting to the nitty-gritty of the situation here. This is where um, you're starting to, uh, uh, and you can hear this here, uh, you're starting to kind of have some real doubts about the relationship, stemming from doubts that you're having about yourself, right? Uh, you can see here uh, how your insecurity about the relationship corresponds directly to insecurities you have about yourself. Right, particularly stemming from the kinds of fears and doubts, probably that you observed in your mother as a child and still do. Um, you know, pay attention to this. These feelings don't show up to hurt us. All right, they show up to let us know which areas of our vibration require some work and tweaking so that we can release them and move forward into a better situation. Now, oftentimes, when we sort of have good moments in life. We attract things we want and we're happy for quite a while. Suddenly we seem to become unhappy. And it's frustrating because we don't know why or how that's happening. Right? And it seems like this whole thing is working against us rather than for us. Where it seemed to be working for us, now suddenly it's working against us. Well, this is a very important part of the process of creating, actually, and becoming a, a deliberate creator and manifester, is that you're when you get to a point where you're happy and you're starting to make things work and things are starting to pop and this seems to be going in a good direction, often what will happen is that your resistance that you've been keeping down for many, many years, you know, all your resistance, your doubts, your fears, your, your low sense of self-worth, all those things, your insecurities uh, are going to bubble to the surface because they have to be dealt with and released. Okay, That's why uh, a lot of people who are very new to this uh, uh, law of attraction, uh, by the way, 
uh, will say this. They'll go, well, it really worked for me. I did all this thing and all that stuff, and it worked, and everything was going well, and suddenly, boom, everything came crashing down around me. What happened? Well, that's what's happening. You have that sort of day two. There, that day one process is the one where you, uh, you know, you you formulate your desires, you get into it, you get that happy place, and you're getting excited about this as a possibility in your life and this exciting new thing that you're learning about. And then day two is kind of the part where you have to you have to be patient. You have to be patient. You have to hold on because it's going to be a bit of a rough ride after that. Because all this stuff that you've never thought was important before that you're now aware of these doubts and fears and all this resistance that we talk about when we talk about law of attraction is going to bubble to the surface okay for you to deal with the same thing happens to people who start meditating for the first time and actually they'll often say well I did it for a week or two and now I feel worse because you're allowing all that garbage all that crap all that resistance to come to the surface so that it can move out it can move out of you out of your system all right back into the ether okay working it cleansed and healed all right so you need to be patient with that part of it this will happen very often and that's usually the point where people give up don't give up don't give up at this point uh, it's very important so you're having doubts here totally normal okay so she says, this was so foreign to me as I knew I loved him so much. So I kept fighting and fighting to get the relationship back to where it was before. Well, pushing is the opposite of attracting. All right. You maybe have heard this many times. When you take action from a place of fear and need, the things you're trying to avoid become amplified and they grow. <laughs> they seem to become bigger in our minds and therefore they become bigger in our lives. Uh, you know, we've been taught quite the opposite through our socialization. Right, and our uh, acculturation, or whatever that word is, that pushing and hard work get results, especially in our culture here in the West. Uh, I don't know where you are, um, but I, I'm going to assume that you know you have quite a bit of this conditioning as well. Um, you know, we've been taught to push, push, work, work. The tough work gets the results. Um, pushing, pushing, pushing gets the results. And you know, you see this in all kinds of uh, human activities where people are trying to outdo each other and and manipulate each other. And there's intrigue and there's all this kind of stuff going on because they don't believe in this process. Maybe they don't even know about this process that we're talking about here. So they feel like that's the only way that they can make things happen in their lives by pushing. So here you are fighting, fighting, fighting to get the relationship back to where it was before. <clears throat> now again, this is very important. And pay attention to this. This is very, very important. You're fighting and fighting to get the relationship back to where it was before. But what's really happening is that the relationship isn't the thing you need to get back to any place. It's yourself. <clears throat> really what you're saying is here, you're trying to get yourself back to where you were before. You're trying to get yourself to vibrate back to where you were before at the beginning of this thing when it was wonderful when it was wonderful, and this corresponds to what I said earlier, you were already in a place of feeling good when this relationship showed up, when this person showed up, right? And now you're slipping out of that place of feeling good, and therefore the relationship is also starting to slip away from you, all right? Or your fears around that happening at least are growing. So it's not quite slipping away yet, as we'll see. But you are certainly beginning to slip away from the place that you were in, all right? So you can see here how this is not about getting the relationship back on track. It's about getting you back on track. All right? As soon as you do that, if you had done that in that moment, bam, everything would have been fine with the relationship. Because you wouldn't have had those fears and those worries. Or you might have had them, but you would have not given them any airtime. All right? 
So that's what you're doing here, though. So this is important. I want to go through this, and I want to uh, show you what, from my observational standpoint, uh, uh, what went wrong here, okay? So that you can become aware of this. You can become aware and see how the way you were showing up to yourself corresponds directly to what was happening in your life, in your relationship in particular, because that's what we're talking about here. And I would be willing to assume that, that this was already happening in other areas of your life too, maybe your work life and certainly your family relationships and whatnot, right? <clears throat> Not just your relationship with your boyfriend, but since that's what we're speaking about specifically, that's the only thing I'll talk about. Um, you know, I want you. To, I want to. I want you to really understand uh, uh, um, how the way you're showing up is is reflected back to you almost perfectly from your reality and from your environment and from the circumstances and the people in your life. Okay. So. So from a vibrational manifesting law of attraction perspective, pushing, 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 fighting, 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 never, ever works. All right? It never, ever works. Developing a sense of detachment from circumstances, retelling the story from a more positive, empowering perspective, working on cleaning up your energy, working on loving yourself, working on accepting yourself the way that you are, becoming okay in yourself, becoming peaceful in yourself, these things work. These things attract. Because if you're pushing, you're not attracting. That's the opposite of attracting, all right? Pushing is repelling. It's the opposite of attracting. Attracting is pulling something towards you. Pushing is the opposite of that. It's repelling. It's pushing away, all right? So, she continues, <clears throat> we had such an incredible relationship for the first three years of dating. To me, it wasn't fair because the only thing I wanted was to be happy and have a fulfilling relationship with the boy that I loved, but couldn't really feel love for. I knew that's what I deserved. So, there you go. There you are again. Uh, you couldn't feel love for him, you say. Uh, well, you said you do, did love him, but couldn't feel love for him, which is interesting because, again, there's a message here. Why couldn't you feel love for him? Because you are lacking that love for yourself. It's impossible to give love to others if we haven't first fostered and nurtured that love for ourselves. Everyone is you pushed out. There's somebody on YouTube, too, that says this. I believe it's Agnes, Agnes Vivarelli, uh, who has a great channel. Uh, it's A-G-N-E-S uh, Vivarelli. Vivarelli. Um, she says this all the time, and I, I love this, so I use it as well. It's this idea that everyone is you pushed out. And, and I said this earlier. I touched on this earlier a little bit, but I want to I kind of dive into that for a second because it's very interesting. Everything in your reality... Every experience, every circumstance, and every person that shows up, and specifically the way in which they show up in your life, positive or negative, wanted or unwanted, every experience is a reflection of your inner state. And every person shows up as a reflection of how you're vibrating on the inside about yourself. Right? So that's what's meant by, the, uh, by, by that, by everyone is you pushed out. If someone shows up to you angry, they're showing up in that way to you to to reflect back to you the way you're showing up to yourself. They're all showing you, reflecting back to you, some aspect of where you are with yourself in that moment, right? I mean, I, I can't tell you how many times I've done this, where I've had a really negative interaction with somebody, you know, and then I realize, okay, 
<clears throat> well, I don't know. I don't want that person to show up that way. So I'm, maybe it is me. And I've changed myself. I've changed my thinking about my relationship or my interaction with that person. It may not have been somebody that I know very intimately, but maybe they, I see them regularly through work or whatever it was. So I wanted to, um, I started to change my perception of them. I just imagined that they were, you know, very fond of me, very nice, very kind. And as I was thinking those thoughts, I was feeling those feelings. And then, you know, almost like magic, they turned around and showed up in completely the opposite way. You know, and it happens every, it happens constantly every single time with every person, including with your boyfriend, which is why I say unequivocally, yes, you can attract somebody back into your life and or somebody specific uh, that you have your eye on. You can absolutely do it, but it has to start with the way you look at yourself and what's going on in your mind, in your vibration, in your emotional state. That's the what you work on, not on changing them. You work on changing yourself and they will show up as a different reflection. All right. Everybody is you pushed out. So, and also sometimes, and this is very important because here we are in a situation where you got happy, you got this relationship and now it's starting to fall apart. You're becoming very uh, concerned about your, about things. You're becoming very insecure. Um, so sometimes, sometimes the universe will take a relationship away, not as a punishment, nothing like that, or to say, well, you, you're not good enough for this person or anything like that. It's nothing to do with worthiness, uh, deservingness, or, or, or whatever it is. It has to do with the fact that they want you to be the best part you can be so that you can have the best relationship with that person that you can have. And sometimes they know your higher being, your guides, whatever you want to call it, God, whatever you want to call it, it's all the same thing, the universe, right? will know better how to get you that good relationship than you do. And sometimes it's going to seem like it's a little bit, uh, you know, back-ass words because, well, why, why was this plucked away from me? Or why did things seem to fall apart so suddenly? Well, because maybe you have, to, you have to go off and do some work on yourself on your own. You need that space so that when, you, when the two of you do come back together, you're in a much better, more powerful, more centered place where you're going to have a really good relationship. Because think about this, if you're so frustrated right now and needing this so badly right now, what if he came back today? Do you think it would last? You know, you might have a few days or a week even of, of sunshine with this person, but you're going to fall right back into the same patterns. It's going to go right back to the place it was, maybe even worse than before, all right? You want to make sure you're ready. You want to make sure you're fortified emotionally, vibrationally, spiritually. You want to make sure that you're ready to receive this thing so that it can last, so that it can grow into something even more beautiful, right? Um, so that, that's something that will happen too sometimes uh, um, with people. Um, when you ask the universe for help, it will help you. <laughs> Whether you like it or not, it's going gonna, it's gonna to happen. So, um, so think about that, okay? All right. So, continuing on, she writes, I moved in with my boyfriend in April of 2017. I was really happy, but still suffering from relationship anxiety. I kept trying to work on it. There we are again, kept trying to work on it. You're pushing again. I kept trying to change the circumstance to fit what I wanted instead of changing myself, which was going to reflect back on the circumstance. We had a really great summer where we would 
have lots of fun together, doing things with friends, being outside, etc. I started to get triggered in July by a pretty married friend who he went to university with and her husband. So uh, a pretty married friend and her husband became close with her, her boyfriend. Uh, I saw some weird text messages on his phone that I don't know the context of, and it really triggered anxious feelings inside of me. Ah, so you didn't know the context of the messages that you saw. But because your thoughts and feelings about the relationship were already of a fearful, anxious, and insecure nature, your mind had no choice but to respond to that and to conjure up scenarios about your boyfriend's potential possible infidelity. You're now conjuring up scenarios, and you're actually manifesting right now. This is how it works, okay? This is precisely how we begin to manifest and attract unwanted situations in our lives, as well as wanted. This is why visualizing is so important, but visualizing with feeling and with strong emotion. This is why things we worry about tend to manifest quicker than things we want even though we're visualizing for both of them because we're so used to things not working out in our lives <laughs> and our fears get so out of control and out of whack and have such strong emotionality behind them that we can manifest them in a snap, right? The other part, expecting good things, being optimistic and positive, most of us do have trouble with that because that's not how we've been trained and that's certainly not uh, uh, what we're used to living in our lives. And when we discover this law of attraction stuff, we try so hard to get positive and it doesn't seem to be working because we have so much resistance and so much worry and so much, ang so much anxiety deep inside of us. We've been programmed for that, right? We've been programmed for that, um, especially through the media. I mean, my God, just look at the news for five minutes. Look at any movie or television show. I mean, it's all just drama, right? Um, that's, that's, that stuff sticks goes deep inside of us, and it stays there for a long time until we deal with it. So um, if you had let go of that thought in that moment and seen it for what it really was, just a negative fantasy conjured up by your mind, then you could have still turned things around easily before they got too far down that negative trail. All right? What we fear, we attract. And what we look at goes away. You gave meaning to those text messages. Even though you admit you didn't know the context of them, your mind gave them some kind of meaning. And that's true with anything in our lives. It only has the meaning that we assign to it. It has no meaning on its own. Actually, all of existence and everything in, in that's material, really, um, in the universe is completely meaningless. We're the ones that give it meaning. Right? Just like you're giving this relationship meaning, right? Possibly this video, possibly the weather outside right now, whatever it is, you give it meaning. So, and fear, and this is another thing, uh, F-E-A-R, that I really love, fear, F-E-A-R, can be an acronym for false evidence appearing real. Can you see how that's exactly happening here? False evidence in the form of these text messages, you don't know the context of, appearing real. Appearing real because you're the one giving it meaning. Well, maybe it, at this point has no meaning at all, right? So, she continues, my blood was boiling and I was shaking. 
I don't, I don't doubt it. I confronted him about it, and he said, do you want to know what we were talking about? He said he was planning a proposal with me, and that she was the person who he was talking to about it since she had just been through it. She had been married just in June, so I assume that was a year ago. Uh, I was so happy to hear that. I was shaking and crying and laughing. My dreams were finally coming true. For whatever reason, I kept getting triggered by this girl. She was just getting too close to comfort for me. So you see right there, you did finally understand that your fears were based on an assumption, right? That he was cheating on you when in fact he was doing quite the opposite. He was planning to propose to you. That's how much he loves you. And he, this girl had just gotten married. She just gotten married in June. Why she, would she cheat on her husband? I mean, you know, th these are assumptions that we make that are conjured up by our mind. They're boogeymen, right? They're, they're little horror stories we tell ourselves because we're so afraid of losing something. We're so afraid of losing things. They become, this, these fears become self-fulfilling prophecies. You've heard that before. A self-fulfilling prophecy is nothing but a manifestation. It's just a manifestation in the opposite of what you want, right? It's an unwanted manifestation. You see how this stuff works all the time. Do you see the power of your mind here, at work here? That's why I love this email so much and why I wanted to read it, because this is, demonstrates so well how we sabotage ourselves through our thoughts, how we don't recognize and accept uh, the power of our mind and the way we think and show up and vibrate. and and. And how that can be so detrimental to the results we get in life, right? So this is very important stuff to look at here. <clears throat> so your fears were based on an assumption, but your trust issues, possibly about how you were treated as a child, possibly to do with your family situation, continued. Your trust issues continued. And now again, you're building the momentum in the direction of what you don't want. So I can already see where this is going, all right? Can you guys see where this is going? And I don't want to put uh, you on the spot here, uh, 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 the young woman who wrote this. I don't want to put anyone on the spot here. This is not to make fun of you or anything like that. We're all doing this. We've all done this. We're all doing it now. And we are going to continue to do this, all right? We just want to do it with much less impact. We want to become aware of it, and we want to see how we create. That's what we're doing here. We're learning together. All right. So thank you for writing this email and helping yourself and also helping all of us to understand ourselves better. Okay. So let's continue. She invited him to a hockey game. So this is the married girl inviting her boyfriend to a hockey game. And I told him it bothered me. But he's his own person. Well, good. I'm glad you acknowledged that, at least. Um, so if he wanted to go, then he can go. But did you mean that? Uh, he went, and it really upset me. So you didn't mean it, did you? <laughs> Fast forward to a month later. His dad got diagnosed with cancer, which I'm wondering plays a role in how he started to act. I would say that's a pretty good, uh, that's a pretty good assumption to make. 
I also finally got the courage to live life for myself and tell my sister of the abuse. Well, good. Now, you're realizing that uh, you need to work on yourself here a little bit. You know, there's a little clue. You see how your, your higher being, how the universe gives you clues, right? As you're going through this stuff, the path is there for you. It's just a matter of you looking at it, paying attention to it, acknowledging it, and then choosing to go down it, right? She was blindsided of the abuse, but was supportive of me. A couple of days later was New Year's Eve. There was an instance that happened this night that completely made me shut down. I saw my boyfriend alone in a room with a married girl, and she was hiding in it. I'm not sure what's happening here. Um, <clears throat> I assume they were in a room. Uh, you saw them, and you thought something was going on. Maybe it was, maybe it wasn't, but um, she was hiding in it. I'm not sure what that means, but anyway, I confronted both of them, who both told me different stories. My boyfriend said they were talking about us and that he was feeling too pressured to propose and wanted me to deal with my family stuff first. This was all fine, and I was happy that he told me, and I understood. He wanted me to enjoy the proposal and not be stressed out with the family stuff. Now... Pay attention because here's something. There's something important happening here too. Your boyfriend is now starting to feel the pressure of your insecurity about the relationship. Now, now, your fears are starting to manifest, and now your boyfriend is starting to show up in a way in your life, in your reality, that is beginning to correspond to your predominant vibration, which is of fear, insecurity, and jealousy. Right? And possessiveness, I might, might add. I'm not trying to be mean to you here. Okay? I'm trying to point something out to you. It's important for you to see this. All right? It's very important. He's now starting to reflect back to you through his behavior in a way that's now beginning to, well, I want to say prove to you that your fears are true. It's not actually proving to you that your fears are true, but it's showing you where your fears lie. It's now starting to sh show up in that way isn't it? This is how we manifest. Again, it's very important to notice this. So, you know, this was obviously his way of communicating that he was struggling with your energy here. It's showing up to you in this way. He's showing up to you in this way to show you where your energy is at, right? Jealousy, need, and desperation are very repellent energies. And again, we're talking about the law of attraction. If you're pushing, 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 are you attracting, attracting, attracting? Certainly not the things you want, that's for sure. But here you are pushing away a relationship, all right? These things, jealousy, need, desperation, they are not attractive. They are repellent. This universe cannot give you what you desire when you're looking at what you desire from a place of fear, distrust, and need. It can only match what you are predominantly putting out there, meaning it can only bring you more situations that match fear, distrust, and need, right? Your boyfriend was picking up on this energy from you and felt energetically repelled by it and was probably trying to figure out for himself what it was all about. Again, I'm not trying to blame you for anything here. You're, you're creating by default now, so it's understandable. This is not your fault, all right? 
this is not your fault, but you need to look at it so that you understand it better, so that you see how this stuff works, and that you see that how's your vibration, and then your vibration influences your thoughts, which influence your action, which influences your environment and the people in it. All right? That's manifestation. That is manifestation. Okay? That's how it works. That's what it looks like. All right? <clears throat> you have to do some self-reflecting and self-analysis of your behavior here to begin to understand how and why things eventually developed the way they did. And that's only by doing that that you can learn and move forward in a better direction. I'm saying this to everybody out there. And believe me, I've had to learn it. I'm still learning it in many areas of my life. I'm not perfect, okay? But I've become aware of this. I know how this stuff works now. All right. And also, uh, one of my favorite sayings, and this is especially true in, in the area of relationships, because that's what we're talking about here, and that's a very unique thing as well. If you love someone, if you love someone, you have to love them in such a way that they feel free. That's not my quote. Uh, but it's one I hear often, and I love it, because it's really true. If you love someone, you have to love them in such a way that they feel free. You cannot make them responsible for your happiness. That's too much pressure. It's not their job, and it's actually impossible for anyone else to make sure you are happy. You have to do that for yourself. And then you show up in a happy way in a relationship, and you will get that back from the other person if they are also in a good place with themselves. All right? Those are the best relationships. But if both or one person, at least one person, is not in that place, then it's not going to last. It's not going to work. All right? So do you think your boyfriend was feeling free at this time? You're questioning him all the time about his friendship with this woman. You're uh, checking his phone messages. All right? You're confronting him and you're pressuring him all the time. How do you think he feels? Do you think he feels free? No. In fact, he, doesn't, he feels unfree in such a way that he feels he has to hide uh, to talk to someone about the relationship that's frustrating him, all right? He can't talk to you about it. That's how not free he feels. So imagine if it was the other way around. Imagine if he was the one who was jealous of everything. Or you're, you had a friendship with somebody, and he was jealous, and he was pressuring you all the time. Would you have felt more attracted to him if, if the... Uh, shoe were on the other foot, so to speak. I would wager not. So, she continues, I kept getting triggered by this girl and it was raising my anxiety so much. Of course it was. You're talking yourself into a horror story here. Of course it's raising your anxiety. Right? I was watching her like a hawk because she was getting too close to him. Now, see, <laughs> now you're, you're putting pressure on her. Now she, you're trying to get her to behave in a certain way so that you can feel better and more secure. Do you see how this is a dead-end road? This is never going to work, right? You can't try to change everybody else so that you can be okay with yourself. How do you think that's going to work? That's never going to work, honey. That's never going to work, all right? This is precisely the kind of behavior, the kind of vibration, the kind of thinking that kills relationships, all right? Anything that you want, really, money, anything, but especially relationships, especially relationships. What you fear, you attract, all right? Your, vib your predominant vibration here is of losing him to this other woman. And guess what's already happening? Guess what you're attracting here? Can you see how your insecurity and your fear is bringing you more situations, more things to be insecure and fearful about? 
This is how the law of attraction works. It doesn't give us what we want. It gives us what we are. And what you are is your vibration. It's your predominant vibration. That is your point of attraction, all right? If what you are is jealous and fearful and insecure, then guess what's going to get reflected back to you? That's how things work every single time without fail. <clears throat> so, let's continue. She writes, Fast forward to the day after the Super Bowl. One night, I got really triggered by him. He was saying he was at work and he hadn't shown up yet. He came home and was completely shut down with me. He slept on the couch that night. I begged him the next morning to give me another chance. He said he would, but he never fully seemed to recover. He was very standoffish with me and shut down. He did also hang out with this same merry girl a few times and it really bothered me. Really is all in caps. I wouldn't tell him that though, I wouldn't tell him that though and was just trying to accept and trust him. Well, no. You were working very hard to accept and trust your insecurity. And that, because you are doing that, that's what you're getting back. All right? A week later, I felt so burnt out and tired from my boyfriend being so off with me. He was always on his phone and wasn't paying as much attention to me. Well, he's, he's, he, needs, he needs to breathe a little bit. <laughs> he was always on his... Uh, I, missed him, I missed him and wanted to reconnect with him. I missed us. I told him. The following day, he was saying how he was having doubts about me again and didn't know if he wanted to marry me. This completely crushed me, and since I was dealing with all my family stuff at the same time, I was freaking out. I packed a bag and wanted to leave. I left the next day and went into the city to give him some space. I told him he needed to figure out what he wanted, what he needed and wanted if he wanted to get married or not. Now you're putting even more pressure on him. Now you want him to decide how to make you happy. That's what you're saying. I, you, I need you to figure out what you want so that I can feel happy and secure in this relationship. You need, I need you to change your behavior and be the one responsible for my happiness and my security. Not how things work. Not how things work. Again, you're pushing, pushing, pushing. And what is that? Uh, it's repellent. It's not attractive. He doesn't need to figure out what he wants. Right? Well, he doesn't need to figure out what you want, and you're not even sure what you want. You want him to do all the work in this relationship. Again, I'm not trying to be mean to you, but I need you to see this. You need to see this, right? Your happiness is not his job. It's yours. That's what this is about, okay? So she writes, I was telling him I wanted him to fight for us. Again. But are you fighting to keep yourself on track with the relationship? Are you fighting for you? It's not his job. Not all of it. It's not his job. A week later, after giving him his space, he broke up with me. I saw it coming, but was still devastated. You could see it coming because deep down you knew, deep down you knew that you were manifesting this. There was a part of you that knew that you were manifesting this. So that's how you saw it coming. So you already know. You already know what's happening here. You already could see what was happening here, right? How you had already created so much momentum towards the inevitable outcome, the unwanted outcome, which was the breakup, 
that it had become more and more difficult to turn that ship around. That's what we, when we talk about momentum, that's what we mean. The deeper you get into a certain way of thinking, a certain pattern of thinking, eventually you build momentum towards an inevitable outcome that then becomes what we call a self-fulfilling prophecy, right? Your fears, you kept feeding and feeding and feeding and feeding them until they got so, they got so big that there was no other option but to have a manifestation. And it was a manifestation of something you did not want. <clears throat> and you know, when we get to that point, sometimes or very often in life when we get to that point where, you know, we know and this is the outcome I'm going to get. Right? Sometimes it's hard, it's easier to just let things crash and burn and start over and pick up the pieces than it is to try to turn things around at this point. I think you're so far down the road now here at this point in your, in your email that, um, and in the story that, you know, yes, it was inevitable. It was an inevitable manifestation. All right. Let things crash and burn and you can dust yourself off and pick up the pieces again. All right. Sometimes you let, have to let it happen. Sometimes that's your best option, and then and then from there you move forward. You know. She continues. Due to my family situation, he said he wasn't going to kick me out of the house, but we would live together. Uh, we would live there just as friends until I found myself a place. At some point, I asked him what went wrong with us, and he was saying that he was tired of living for both of us. So there you go. Right? That's just what I was saying. It's too much pressure for him. You know, he felt responsible for your, both of you being happy and stable. That's just not something that, I don't think he signed up for that. I don't think anyone signs up for that. And I don't think that you would have signed up for it either. All right. He was stressed all the time, he said. Yes, absolutely. And he was letting you know what the problem was. All right. Did you pay attention? Neediness drives people away. It drives everything good away in our lives. Neediness drives everything good away in our lives. Uh, yes. So, anyway, um, she continues. I was staying there for two months. He kept hanging around the Mary girl, which really triggered me. I wouldn't be there. I wouldn't be there, and then she was there. So I assume you mean that she was there when you weren't there, when you weren't home. Um, he brought her as a date to a work function. I finally had enough and moved in with his co-worker to get some space until my new place was ready, which will be in a week. Uh, so that's, you wrote me this a couple weeks ago, I think, I'll, you should be in your new place now. I hope you're enjoying it. Um, I was hurting too badly to live with the man I loved every day who didn't want to be with me. Now I know I may seem crazy for wanting him back, but I do. No, you're not crazy. You're not crazy. Just like none of us here are crazy. I'm not crazy. No one listening to this is crazy. They all want the same things, I'm assuming. Or they wouldn't have found this video. and wouldn't be taking the time to listen to it. Uh, you're not crazy. You manifested something you didn't want. We do it all the time. You did it without intending, which is okay. It's common. right? Now you're going to learn to love yourself. And you will create a brand new, healthier relationship with this person. <clears throat> but you must, must, must for first work on yourself. There's no other way. All right? You have to do that. You have to start looking at where this stuff is coming from. You have to start working on your inner space, your state of being, your vibration. You have to stop trying to push people into a certain type of behavior so you can feel more comfortable. It's a dead-end street. It will lead to nothing. It's just like chasing your tail. All right? You're never going to get anywhere with it. You have to start 
where it starts is inside of yourself. You have to begin there. All right? She writes, what I want is to have a relationship like we used to, but even better than ever. I want strong communication, trust, love, and always putting each other first. I know it's what I deserve. Good. Good. You know what you want and you know what you deserve. Right? That's a good place to start. That's the best place to start. You know what you want. You're clear about what you want. You know what you deserve. Now, do you really believe it? It's one thing you, to say that you deserve something. Do you really believe it? Are you in a place of loving and respecting yourself enough to know that you deserve better than this? And this isn't about somebody else giving you something that you deserve. This is about you letting yourself have what you know you deserve. That's what it is. The only person standing in your way here is you. Understand that. It's not him. It's not this other girl. It's not anything. It's you. It's you. So when you say that you deserve something, make sure you mean it. And if you don't mean it completely, then work on that. That is the area you work on. That's the area you work on. You work on believing in yourself. You work on loving yourself. You work on accepting yourself. You work on forgiving yourself. You work on, on finding your power. It's there. Find it. Use it. All right? I'm in love with the old him, the old us, and I want that. Well, you will not, you will not get the old relationship back, and why in the world would you want that? <laughs> You're in love with the old him, the old us. Well, the majority of what you were together, from, from your letter at least, is was in a place of deep insecurity and dysfunction. Why would you want that back? When we manifest people back, we're manifesting new relationships with them. That's very important to understand. Most people go, I want that relationship back. Well, you're not going to get that old relationship back. That's now done. Okay? What you will have, what you will manifest, is a new relationship with this person. All right? And you will both have gone through some changes and some growing. All right? Some personal evolution that you, when you come back together, you will be in a different place. You will be different people, hopefully better people. Right? Hopefully more self-loving people. Right? That you will create a whole new even better relationship. That's what you want to focus on here, okay? That's what you want to visualize, all right? You don't want to visualize the old relationship. In fact, don't think about the old relationship at all. The only time you think about it is if it makes you feel good. If you have some memories that make you feel really good, and when I say good, that means without any longing, all right? Without that painful longing or that painful nostalgia, those pangs, you know what I'm talking about. If any of that shows up, do not go back to those memories. Take your visualization forward to the future where you are together in a brand new, much better, much healthier, much more trusting, much more loving relationship. Okay? That's the one you want to... You fo stop focusing on the person and start focusing on the relationship that you want with them. And that starts with you focusing on the relationship that you're going to have with yourself. That's where it begins. That's the first relationship you foster. <clears throat> okay? That's the first relationship you give attention and love to, is the one you have with yourself. But in those times when you want to visualize about him and having a relationship, make sure it's, it's a new relationship. Make sure that you're creating it in exactly the image that you want it to be. All right? 
You don't want that old relationship back. That was totally dysfunctional. I don't think you would want that back. I mean, you would just end up in the same place you're in now, pining for him, wanting, wanting it back, feeling stress about it, feeling frustrated and sad about it. Not, you don't want that. That's not where, that's not where we're trying to get you, get you here, right? Your relationship with yourself is important. And you have to work on loving yourself until you no longer need him to do it for you. All right? When you love yourself so much, you're not even going to think about him. You're just going to be happy. You're going to be content. You're going to be in that place you were in just before you manifested him the first time. Think back to that time. Not to the times with him. Think back to where you were just prior to him coming into your life. I'll be willing to bet that you were in a good place in that moment, which is why he showed up. All right? Focus on who, who you were then, because that was a more powerful you, all right? That was a more positive, more self-loving you, and that was a calmer you, all right? That's the you you want to build up again, all right? So she writes, when it comes to the law of attraction, my thoughts, fears, doubts tend to sabotage what I want. Absolutely, and I think we can, we saw that here in this email. I think it's pretty obvious, right? I want him to be completely devoted to me where I don't worry about other girls. How can I make this possible? You do this by focusing on yourself instead of him or what he may or may not be doing and with whom. So this, <laughs> I'm going to put my foot down a little bit here because maybe you're probably doing this, all right? But I'm just going to assume here. If you are stalking him on social media, stop. If you are talking ad infinitum about him to your friends or anyone else, stop. If you're constantly thinking about him, stop and think of things that make you feel better. It will take time and constant practice at first. Absolutely. I'm not saying this. I know this is much easier said than done. But you will prevail as long as you persist. As long as you are consistent in your practice and you really, really want to bring a change about. Not just, you don't just want a new relationship with this, with this man. You don't just want your ex-boyfriend back. What you really want is to be happy, right? That's where you want to get to. You just want to feel good. When you say, I want that back, I want our old self back, what you want is you want the old you back that you were when you first got this relationship, when you first manifested this man into your life and your relationship with him. You were in a good place. You were in a happy place. That's what you want back. That's what you want back. You want that powerful you. That's what you want to connect with. That's what's really going on here. And that's what's really going on with all of us. All of us. I don't care what it is you want. I want a million dollars. Why? How do you think you're going to feel when you have a million dollars? That's what you want to get to the bottom of. Because you can have a million dollars today. I can give you a million dollars. And if you still feel like crap, guess what? It's going to all go right out the window. You're going to be just as miserable as you were when you didn't have a million dollars. You're going to be just as miserable back with him as you were when all this was falling apart, if you don't work on yourself, if you don't recognize what you really want, is to love yourself, to be happy, to be powerful, to be content, to feel good. Isolate. Make a list of how you want to feel in this relationship and what it represented to you. What does a good, healthy relationship represent to you? Is it freedom? Is it acceptance? Think about that. Really sit down and think about that. Make a list of those things. And then when you have a list of five or ten things, 
emotions, states of being that you want, things you want to feel, then start to look about your, your life now and see where that's already showing up for you. All right? And you'll see that you have much more of it going on in your life than you think right now. Right? And the more you focus on that and where it's present and feel gratitude for that already being present in your life, the more matching circumstances will show up, including a new relationship with this person that you want. And now you might find by that time, you'll be so happy that you won't even really want him back. <laughs> but he'll show up anyway. And not just him, by the way, but many, many others. It happens, believe me. When you really start getting into a good place, my God, you become so magnetic. You become so attractive and charismatic. You pull all kinds of people towards you. All kinds. It'll get to a point where you don't even have any damn time. Your phone's going to be bouncing off the table. Your dance card's going to be overflowing. <laughs> You're going to have to outsource yourself. You know, it's just like hire people to go on dates with some of these guys because they're going to be everywhere. You know? You're going to spread yourself thin. So look forward to that. That's going to be awesome. That's going to be awesome. And when you reach that place, I'm telling you now, and you may be going, Tarkon, you're so full of shit. What the hell are you talking about? I just want this guy back. Don't you understand? I do understand. I'm telling you right now, and you work on yourself, you get happier. You discover your power. Let me tell you something. He's going to be like, he's going to feel like Mickey Mouse to you. He's going to be like, uh, he ain't going to mean nothing to you. Okay? All right? I guarantee it. He'll show up and you'll be like, oh, oh yeah, I remember you. What, what do you want? Oh, sure. Oh, okay, I'll have to drink with you or whatever. Uh, let me check my calendar. <laughs> I got so many guys showing up in my life. I don't even know where my head's at. I, in fact, I need to take a week off and just go do something else by myself for a while. <laughs> That's how it's going to be. Believe me, I've experienced it. I have experienced it. You're going to laugh your ass off when that happens. And you're going to laugh at this video. <laughs> the day will come and you're laugh at this email. You remember this stuff and go, oh my God, I remember when I was feeling that way and thinking that way. Jesus. Jesus, what a different person I am now. And it's going to be awesome. It's going to be amazing. Because you'll get to see how far you've come. And you're going to go far. You're going to go far. Absolutely. Never doubt that. So, she writes, I've been looking into a lot of Get Your Ex Back courses and trying to say whatever is happening in reality right now doesn't matter. Well, that's true. It doesn't matter unless it's what you want. Then you focus on it. Just have faith and with how it will work, it will all work out. Sure, have faith with how it will all work out is absolutely true, but of course it's easier said than done, right? How do you get to that point of faith? And that can be a very difficult, that can for many people be the most difficult part of all, right? The way you do it is you start small. You start small. And don't focus so much on these specific giant things that you want right now, like a relationship or whatever. Okay, if you're having doubts with believing and faith, then build your faith up brick by brick, stone by stone, piece by piece. Try to manifest little things first, you know? And you've probably heard this a lot. People get frustrated with this. Well, all right, I know how to get a cup of coffee. I know how to do this and that. Well, make sure it's something that you actually want. Don't just manifest a cup of coffee just to see if you can do it. Of course you can do it. But make it something meaningful to you, all right? Something that is not so, that you don't have so much emotional attachment to, all right? 
It could be anything. Maybe you want a phone call, I don't know, from your sister or your best friend you haven't heard from in a while. Just see if you can do that. See if you can manifest that. And then the more you do that, slowly, bit by bit, you'll start to come to grips with and to terms with what is possible. And you keep pushing it up and pushing it up and upping the ante bit by bit. And that's how you build faith. You know, build a wall by just propping up a wall or a structure. You don't build a castle just by, you know, stone by stone, stone by stone, piece by piece, piece by piece. Okay? That's how you do it. So, all of those pe teachers and all those books and everything, they're all correct, right? But each of us who do this kind of work, we approach it from our own perspective and what we've learned, and that's the only way we can do it. So hopefully what I say will resonate with you specifically. Um, I could give you a, a ton of methods, which is maybe what you're looking for right now. But here's the thing about methods, okay? Um, if you're approaching them from a place of, I need this to work in order to get what I want, then it never will, all right? These things, all these methods like visualizing and vision boards and affirmations and all that stuff and even meditating and whatever, people who are new to this kind, these kind of teachings tend to do this stuff because they think if I follow step one, step two, step three, then I'll get what I want. And then when they realize that's not how it happens, then they become frustrated and they throw it all out the window. All right? None of these methods, quote unquote, all right? are here to get you what you want. They're there to get you to a place, to a better feeling place, to a better vibrational place, so that from that place you can attract what you want, okay? You can gain clarity, and all the bad things are just equally as important as the good things. The bad things show us what we want. You know, something bad happens in your life, you just think of the opposite, and bam, you've got clarity. Because without that, it's going to be difficult to manifest anyway. So don't think of the methods, and I have to do this thing, and I have to do that thing, as being so important, okay? If it helps you, by all means do it. If it helps you feel better, if it helps you stay more consistently in a good place, then perfect, keep doing it. But if you ever get frustrated with it or bored of it, stop doing it. You know, and also it, the best method I found if if I get frustrated with something, when I'm feeling lack of faith in something or doubts about something, I just stop thinking about it for a while. I do something else. I do something that makes me feel better. I go swimming. I go play with the dog. I go do whatever. You know, I do whatever I can, whatever it takes for me to feel better. That's the most important part. Okay, and it feels sometimes what feels the best is not thinking about what I want. Sometimes that feels the best. Don't be afraid to do that and, th and think, oh, if I stop thinking about it all the time, 24 hours a day, seven days a week, then I won't get it. No, because if you think about it 24 hour, hours a day, seven days a week, likelihood is it'll take much longer for you to get it. Because now you're frustrating yourself. Now you're doing it from a place of desperation and pushing, 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 which is what? Repellent, not attractive, right? So sometimes the best thing for you to do is to stop trying. Just stop trying. And don't be afraid of the words give up. Well, don't be afraid of the words let go because they don't mean give up. All right? Letting go is getting yourself to a place of detachment, which is a perfect place for attracting good things. All right? Meaning things you want. Okay? And keep doing that. Keep practicing. Don't, don't, become impatient with yourself either and think, oh, I'm no good at this and I'll never get this. And that's not also, that's not really being very loving of yourself, is it? You have to be patient with yourself too. That is also a loving 
way to be with yourself. So be patient with yourself. You're learning something new. It's a process. Be consistent. Be consistent. And don't be afraid to take breaks if you need to take breaks and go focus on other things. Okay? Figure out some things that you love to do and do them. One of the best things about being single that we miss when we're not single <laughs> is the, those opportunities and those moments and having the time and space to do things that we love. Right? Use that time right now. Use that time to prop yourself up, to make yourself stronger, to heal yourself, all right? To love yourself. You're gonna think, you're gonna be grateful one day that you had that opportunity and that time and space to do that, believe me. Because you will, you will attract this new relationship. And when you do, you'll be thankful that you had this time right now to be apart from that person and to be closer to yourself and have had that opportunity to grow closer to yourself because it's invaluable. Those times are invaluable in this life, all right? So she continues, I get into a huge panic mode when I drive by and see her car or if I check Instagram and see he hasn't been on all weekend and I automatically think that he's with her. Well, like I said before, stop doing that right now. Stop checking his Instagram. Stop driving by his house. You're not helping yourself here. All right? Always ask yourself first, how will doing this make me feel? And we just I just got through talking about this. How will driving by his house make me feel? Ask yourself that before you drive by his house. Before you check on his Instagram or his Facebook or whatever it is. How will this make me feel? All right? If you know that feeling good is the most important thing for you to do in order to get yourself to a place where you can more easily and from a more powerful place attract what you want, then why in the world would you, would you play Russian roulette with your emotions in this way? Be kinder to yourself than this. And this includes, by the way, going to psychics and tarot cards and astrology, all right? I know not all of you out there are going to agree with us, okay? But I know this from personal experience and from having worked with some people who are in this, in this kind of, at this place in their lives right now. That stuff doesn't help you either, okay? Those, those are not answers you're getting. Those are not the answers you want to look for because the people giving you those readings and whatever the hell it is, they're coming from their own place, their own vibration, and their own sort of opinions about how the world and the universe works. And most of the time, that stuff is not going to empower you. It's going to do quite the opposite. You're looking for answers. The answers are inside of you. They're not anywhere else, okay? So stop doing all that stuff right now. Focus on you. What is something you've always wanted to do? I don't care what it is. Maybe you've always wanted to, you know, be a singer or, or be, take dancing lessons or learn to cook better or go back to school for something or figure out what it is you want right now that you can give to yourself and focus on those things, okay? Focus on those things. Stop thinking about what he's doing. What he's doing is irrelevant, all right? It's you. You're the one that matters. You're the one that creates your reality. You are at the center of your universe. So be at the center of it. Don't make him the center of it. He's the center of his own universe, as it should be. You are the center of yours. Make sure you take your rightful place there. Okay? Don't let him have that, that throne. He wouldn't want it anyway. No one wants to be on that pedestal. And you don't want to be on it either for somebody else. Believe me, you don't. It's a lot of pressure. It's a lot of pressure. 
So, we're wrapping this up. Uh, she writes, I have a lot of dreams about him and dreams about them. A few of my dreams, though, lately, even though the evidence looked like he was with her, he was saying he was never with her and was waiting for me in the dream. All right? And I, I'm including this still at the very end here because this is also important. Stop looking for evidence. Stop trying to interpret your dreams. Stop trying to go to psychics. Stop trying to follow him on this, on that. The other thing, this is a big part of it too. Your dreams are only showing you where you're vibrating, where you're at with something. Your dreams aren't telling you what, what he's thinking or doing. You are communicating with each other. You are communicating with each other spiritually. You are doing that. Energetically, you are communicating. Chances are, if he's not communicating with you right now, well, that's that should be an indication to you that he is picking up on your energy and still somewhat repellent to him. That energy, you're still coming from a place of being kind, of feeling kind of desperate, which is the tone of your of your email, and uh, I assume why you wrote it to begin with, why you wrote me to begin with. Uh, sort of like I'm at the end of my rope. I don't know what else to do. All right, and maybe what I've said to you today isn't what you wanted to hear. Maybe what you wanted was step one, step two, step three. And I couldn't, you know what, I could have given you all that stuff, but I wouldn't have done you any favors. I wouldn't have done you any favors doing that. <laughs> I would have just made a quick video for some views, all right? But you took the time to write me, and I know this is important to you. And I know, I know how terrible this can feel, and what a terribly lonely and powerless place this can be. Right, coming from this perspective of I really want this back, I really need this back, I'm so frustrated. Believe me, I've been there so many times. I've been on this journey for, God, almost 15 years or something like that. You know, I've fallen and had to pick myself up countless times. Each time I became smarter, I became more knowledgeable, more powerful, I became stronger. And you will do the same. It doesn't have to take you 15 years, okay? Don't get freaked out by that. You can do it in five minutes. You can do it in five minutes, okay? But I'm not going to tell you what to do right now. I'm going to tell you what to not do. All right? And I want you to start taking my very basic advice here. Stop doing all of this stuff. Following him, thinking about him, d interpreting your dreams, yada, yada, yada. Stop looking for evidence. Looking for evidence of your manifestations is the same, uh, the same as letting the universe know that you don't have it yet. That's why it ever works. Right? That's why asking, 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 asking doesn't work. You're still in asking mode. You have to get into receiving mode. All right? The universe already knows what you want. They've heard you. You're all your infinite times that you said, I want this, I want this, I want this. But see, to the ears of the universe, saying, I want this, I want this, sounds like I don't have it, I don't have it, I don't have it. And the only thing they can do is agree with you. Look, she doesn't have it. She keeps saying she doesn't have it. Well, can't give it to her. Alright? So, <clears throat> first of all, stop doing what you're doing. And then, move into a place of peace and healing and self-love. And again, people hear this, and believe me, I've been in that spot where I've had this advice and I wanted to just smack the person or toss the book against the wall or whatever it was. <laughs> you know? <laughs> stop telling me to love myself. I want him to love me. I want her to love me. Well, it doesn't work that way doesn't work that way. And if I told you that it did, I'd be lying to you and I would be doing you a great disservice. Okay? So I really hope that you can take what I said to heart today and really think about it. Sit with yourself and say, what's more important right now? What's the most important thing? That I feel good or that I push and try to get this person to feel good for me? 
What's the most efficient way to move forward in my life here? Ask yourself, and you know, I suspect that you're smart enough to understand what the answer is, okay? And to know that if you do move in the direction of loving yourself, then all these other people show up in your life will love you too. They won't be able to help it. Because your energy of self-love is going to outshine anything else. It's going to outshine. It's going to be like a magnet to them. They're like a beacon in the night to them, in the fog. You're going to be like a one of those uh, light towers. What is it? What do they call light towers? Ships used to navigate by when it was foggy, right? Is that what it's called? A light tower? I don't think that's what it is. But anyway, uh, if somebody knows what it's called, please comment because it's going to drive me nuts. I'll probably look it up right after this anyway. Um, a beacon. Let's call it a beacon. All right? You will be like a beacon to them. And you might get to such a place of strength in yourself that he's going to come back in your life and he won't have that strength in himself. He won't know his own power. and He's going to be drawn to you. And now you're going to be like, eh, eh. You're cool, but I might want someone who's more on my level. <laughs> ah, I'm laughing because I'm thinking about my own journey with this. And gosh, I've been in that boat. And I've had to laugh at myself like, man, I remember when I really wanted this person. Oh my God, I was just bouncing off the walls, telling everyone, telling everyone, my poor friends and family, their ears were bleeding, man. They were just like, oh God, stop talking about this. <laughs> I finally got it. I finally got it. And I look back on it now and it makes me laugh because it, it was the day came, one day it came and you know, I got a text message from her and all this, and it was this opportunity to be with her. And I thought, uh-huh. What? Oh, right. Oh, look, this is what I wanted. <laughs> I forgot. I forgot that that's what I wanted because at that point I was in a whole nother relationship. I was doing so great and so happy with this other person that <laughs> I didn't even think about that person I wanted back in my life anymore. And then there she was. And then when she showed up, it was so comical because I thought, well, that's cool. You can hang around. <laughs> you can hang around. Now, that doesn't mean that that's how it's necessarily going to be for you. You might love it when he comes back. When he comes back. Notice I said when. Because he will. He will. The question is, what are you going to want then? You will be a different person when that happens. For the better. Absolutely for the better. Okay? So. Um, I hope that this has helped you. I sincerely do. Um, I want to do more videos like this in the future. And in fact, this isn't even a video, is it? I guess we could call this a podcast, right? I do the videos, the short videos that are just me and my face speaking. Um, here it's just my disembodied voice. Um, I've tried to put nice footage and images in the video for you that, so that you may enjoy. Um, but for me, when I listen to longer videos on YouTube, more in this sort of podcast for format, I prefer not to look at the screen. I just put on my headphones and I go about, I don't know, doing the dishes or taking a walk. Or I might just even lie down and close my eyes and listen. I like doing that. So hopefully the images are nice and pleasing and not too distracting, but uh, maybe you don't need to look at them at all. You just need to listen to my words, okay? And I hope that they came through well and that the uh, audio is um, 
was good and not too annoying and not too much background noise. As I said, as I do more of these, and I think that if when I get to more letters, I will do the letters in this more podcast format because I do think this is a better way to approach things. Um, I hope it's been of value to you, um, the person who wrote who wrote this email, and also to all of you listening out there. Um, I am sincerely trying to give you as much value as I can. And uh, on that note, I thank you so much for your listening and for your time. I thank you so much for your likes and your subscriptions and your comments. Um, I thank you so much for checking out my uh, description box down below. Um, there's a lot of good info in there. There's a lot of links to really good books, really good literature um, along the vein of um, manifesting love and manifesting exes and specific people. And also, I'm also going to add uh, a few titles now on new ones that specifically deal with the subject of loving yourself, self-love. Um, there's a really good one. Um, I can't think of it now, but I'm going to find it. And it's definitely going to be in the description box. Uh, uh, Personal Alchemy, I think it's called. Um, it's a great one. And um, actually, for anyone struggling with, with sort of low self-esteem, even anxiety, depression, I think that is an excellent book to read. Um, it's helped me many times and put things into perspective for me in, uh, in, in, in infinite ways. So um, look for that one down there below. Okay. Um, at some point, I'm also going to be adding a PayPal donation button. I haven't quite learned how to do that yet. I may do it for this video. So if it is there in the description box, then I would appreciate your donations. Um, if you find this content valuable, um, you know, even a dollar or five dollars here and there will help me um, get better equipment, uh, rent studio space, and eventually make this an even much, much better channel um, with better content and down the road uh, with guests and people who have much more to say than I do because um, I don't always want to hear myself speak. Right? <laughs> um, so on that note, I bid you all farewell until next time. I'm going to try to put the next video up much sooner. Uh, I've been dealing with a number of projects all at once the last few weeks, so it's been much more difficult for me to pay attention to the, to the YouTube channel here, but I'm going to try to get more into it more regularly, okay? For those of you who have already subscribed and who are looking for new videos from me, thank you for your patience. Um, I do appreciate it. And um, I wish you all a wonderful week because this is Sunday. Uh, or as I'm posting this, it might already be Monday because I may post this tomorrow. Uh, but either way, it's the beginning of the week and I wish you an excellent week. And uh, be good to yourselves. Love yourselves. And most of all, have fun. All right? Until next time, this is Tarkon. Be well.